ready in chemesh. Alba, shalosh, steim. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning ships, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast with Christina P. I've been walking 10,000 steps a day because I'm old and I'm trying to be skinny. And believe it, it works. Can you even believe that nonsense? Listen, first things first. things first. It's here. It's finally happening. Christina P's perfect red. It's in my hands. Perfect red lipstick finally came in. So those of you that ordered the first batch should be have gotten them already. Um, so far... From what I can tell, you guys love it. I love this. I've been wearing it nonstop since my, my fresh batch came. Look what I did for you guys, first of all. Look at this. It's a magnetic. Kaboop! Closes so that it doesn't stain your purse. Because how horrible is that to have an open lipstick in your purse and then it destroys everything? The formula, this is the exact shade of red that I wear. It's my perfect shade. And the formula is uh, hydrating. So you know when you wear a red lip... And you take it off and your lips look chapped and dry and you look sickly and disgusting. This does not happen with this product. This is why I love it. It feels like a chapstick when you put it on, but it lasts for a long, long time. Because I like to wear my red lip for a long time on stage. So this is it. Christina P's Perfect Red. Get it on my website, ChristinaPOnline.com. And it comes in the cute little box and there's even a story on the side as to why I created this. I just do. I love a red lip. I think it's very... Romantic. It's an easy way to jazz up your life when you're feeling like a, a fat a fucking mom piece of shit. It's a great way. You don't have to do anything else. You just put on a red lip like the French do. And you can go about your day, darling. Okay. Also, some dates coming up. ChristinaPOnline.com. Come see me live. I'll be at Caroline's for two nights, November 4th and 5th in Judork Titties. And then, oh, oh, before that, November 3rd in Washington, D.C., one night only. Biloxi, Mississippi, November 18th at the Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. And then Ben Salem, Pennsylvania at the Parks Casino, November 19th. And then Dania, Dania Beach, Florida, December 2nd and 3rd. And then I'm going to announce my big tour for next year, 2023. But that's, that is coming. It's all being put together now. It's very exciting. So what's new? A lot going on in my mom life and my mom world. <laughs> so first of all, I do these I have to walk 10,000 steps every day as part of my fitness regime. And, um, you know, the, the lady who's I, I train with, it's uh, her name is Stacia Patwell. She's going to come on the show and, and tell you guys what you can do. You know, because there's nothing worse than um, scrolling on Instagram. And then you see these women that are like, one week postpartum. And they're doing pull-ups and they're doing like you know, absurd headstands and jog. And you're like, that's, that's so stupid, you know? And truly, I mean, maybe some people are that fit. I am not that fit. And, and really it takes like, at least for me, three or four years to get out of my postpartum body and funk. And, you know, not until my kids are kind of up and running, can I really focus on myself? So I've been doing these 10,000 steps and it's not hard. It's just annoying. It's, fucking annoying I don't um but what I love about it is that I walk through my neighborhood and I um you know you pick up on the neighborhood gossip you see what what's going on with the, the nature 
I saw an armadillo today in the bushes and I saw a dog chase the armadillo and I was like, God, this is so crazy. Like, um, and then I got, I, you know, I've, the ladies in the neighborhood were walking around and I found out that, you know, so-and-so's dog doesn't get along with the other dog down the way. You're kidding. When's book club? I la la, you know, all this stuff. And it's so corny, but it's actually really fun. And, you know, you I feel so separated from people most of the time that now that I am forced to walk and, and get into the world, I've been, you know, I've been doing things like in Nashville. I don't leave my hotel generally. I just, I don't want to do it. I'm usually too tired. So now that I have to walk, I explored Nashville. I saw drunk people p- uh, spitting on each other in alleyways. I saw homeless guys blowing snot rockets. I I went into um, an All Saints store. I thought of you, Josh Solo. I know you love All Saints. My That's, favorite. It's my favorite brand too. It's so good. Yeah, they're great. It's like good quality stuff and really clean lines and, and pretty, I mean, they're a little pricey for what it is, but it's so good. It just mm-hmm. lasts. So I went in there. And do you know there's one, the, the one in Nashville behind the Noel Hotel, during the day it's an All Saints clothing store, and then at night it's a nightclub. Whoa. I know. Cool. That is really fucking cool. That's I'm like, really how cool. do they clean up all the vomit and pee and like nastiness and then open doors the next day? But they do. And I thought about you. And, and um, well, yeah, so it's got it's gotten me out in the world a bit more. And I do, I like those little things so much more. It's very meditative uh, for me to go and, and just like get out of my head. There's something too about the walking, you know, it's very primal. It's like, uh, what is it? Was it Nietzsche who was like, you, you should, when you ever have to contemplate something, go for a walk. A walk will clear your head. And Immanuel Kant the uh, philosopher too, Kant the cunt, he would go for walks every day. He was known to walk every morning in his little uh, town in Austria. And there is something highly meditative and, and wonderful to that. Because I think too, especially as, as, as mothers, we don't nearly have time to just sit and, and contemplate. And I, I, especially when, you know, I used to do it for a long time. I, I, I was a, a weird child where I would you know, I could sit at the playground and just sit and stare and just think about stupid things forever. So to, to lose that time was horrible for me as a mother, just my, my sitting and, you know, just thinking about dumb stuff time, because that's really what I enjoy the most. So now I, I've reclaimed that and I really enjoy that. Um, also, I had a, uh, an epiphany while walking. <laughs> so for the longest, the Pajitsky effect, which I want to do some of those. Do we have any on? Oh, we do. We have so oh, yeah. many. Okay. Here's a Pajitsky effect I had, you guys. It was so great. I, I was walking around and I thought, you know, it's been about five years since I've purchased a new winter coat. Five years. <laughs> and by the way, I live in a place where now it does, you know, it's cold and I travel during the winter. So I do need a winter coat. And um, I bought one online and I was like, well, there's my winter coat purchase. Like I'm done for the next five years. And <laughs> I thought to myself, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I can have more than one winter coat. Like I can afford, I can definitely afford more than one winter coat. I can have more than one. And I think it came from being a child where your parents would just buy you one because they're like, yeah, but you're going to outgrow this in like six months. So just get one. You know, why buy you multiples? I never had multiple. Did you have multiple winter coats growing up? No. No. Not. You got one and for the year and that was that. Yeah. Now, now Chris Larson, you, you, you believe in one coat for life. Yeah. I mean, I have one jacket. 
Yeah, period. that's it. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> For a while, it was the leather one. That is that it? Yeah, I'm wearing that one right now. You're wearing that there, one. I did get yeah. another one, but it was not my choosing. That was Dove's gift to me last year. Uh, and that was which one? Sorry, I don't remember. That one's like that fuzzy brown jacket that I have. Yeah. That looks a lot like this one. Yeah, it's the same jacket. <laughs> Will you buy yourself a winter coat this year? Uh, how, how do you buy a winter coat, Christina? So? I've never done that before. <laughs> I know. I actually never really did either because in California there was like no place. I go online and I just like, if I like a certain brand, then you'll look at their stock and then you'll, you know, um, you know, whatever brand, North Face, great winter coats. I've heard, I've heard. I haven't done my research, <laughs> but I've heard they do winter coats of sorts. So are you doing, this is what I did for years when I was a beginning touring comedian, is rather than buy an actual winter jacket, like for about two or three years, I would tour like how you're doing it. Like I would wear just like a regular jacket and then layer. Like I'd wear a sweatshirt under that and then under that a thermal. I'm like, oh my God, I could just spend $300 and buy a coat. Um, yeah, I mean, well, because <laughs> I've lived in California for so long, I've never really had to. But yeah, I think last year when it got cold, I would have to do that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just layer, layer up, up a bit. Because yeah. I was like, well, I have a jacket and that's it. That's it. So this I is all you need. I got, I got, maybe I'll get wear another shirt, another <laughs> shirt underneath that. I don't even have a long sleeve. I need to get some long sleeves. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like there's a thing you can buy. It's called a winter coat. And that way you don't have to wear like five layers of things you can just wear like like this like just like a sweater or whatever and then like a really thick coat and then now you're just you can just live your life it's pretty cool that is pretty cool i've i've never considered that hmm. I, I should look into that yeah or you know on amazon today uh, no nope. winter coats no maybe not amazon they don't May not have the best quality. They don't have winter coats on Amazon. <laughs> I, need, I need to go to somewhere else. They do, but I don't know if it's the best quality. Is is there like a winter coat store? Yes, there's the that? Burlington Coat Factory, but I don't know if it exists here in Texas. There's, um, I recommend the North Face because they've got, they've got or Patagonia, like these outdoor companies. Those, are, but the, those sound like brands, not stores. Those are brands, and you want so to buy like directly. At, which store do I have to go to? They oh, have, have stores. to buy. Oh, they have actual. St- yeah. Brick and mortars. Oh, yeah, they do. We're, we're, okay. Yeah, well, we'll find you a winter jacket or winter coat. Did you know about this, Josh, that you can buy a winter coat? I did know about this. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I need to up my winter coat game, too, though. And Gamba, did you know? I did, actually, yeah. Wow. So Chris Larson and I are the only two dum-dums that didn't know about winter coats for, like, our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I actually, it wasn't even a jacket that I would wear to tour with. It was so pathetic. A Laugh Factory zip up that Jamie Masada, the owner, had given us for Christmas in like 2005 or something. It was like a Laugh Factory hoodie zip up. And then I would layer under the Laugh Factory zip up. I mean, and I was going to like Wisconsin in January or like, you know, I went to Alaska at one point. I'm like, what am I doing? I find after like three winters, I'm like, I should probably buy a coat. I mean, the level of neglect uh, for myself is just ridiculous. So let's hear some other. We haven't done Pajitsky effects in so long, and I'm I'm starting to have them more and more lately. Let's listen to some voicemails. Those are so fun. Hey, mommy, this is Rusty from Kansas, and I just have a Pajitsky effect. I just figured out. I don't know how long I've been doing this, but uh, I'll turn the air conditioner on, full blast, as cold as it'll go, yeah. blowing right on my face, my arms, and when I get too cold, I'll roll the window down instead of turning the temperature up on 
the uh, thermostat <laughs> and getting it comfortable, I just roll the windows down to make it comfortable. And I just realized that I've been doing that for I don't know how long. <laughs> and, yeah, so air conditioner off or full blast in my face and the windows down. Thanks, Mommy. Thanks, Mommy. Beat me. Touch my camera through the face. <laughs> yeah. That's been a recurring theme on the Pajitsky effects is that you can, like, modulate temperature settings. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. <laughs> um, water can be either, like, it could be in the middle. It doesn't have to be scalding hot or freezing cold yeah you can set it at, at anything you like isn't that isn't that revolutionary goodness gracious all right let's do the next one i love these I love hey them. mommy i have a pajitsky effect to share with you oh my god i just realized that you can use your flat sheet as a fitted sheet you know like <laughs> the way hotels only have flat sheets yeah. Um, I was watching an episode of Hoarders and watching, you know, somebody who has their life together put a room, a bedroom together for the hoarder and saw they were making the person's bed and they used a flat sheet as the person's fitted sheet. Mm. And my partner hates top sheets. And so we don't use one. He hates it. We just use a blanket. And so I just have all these top sheets, these flat top sheets put away in my closet, just sitting there. And I just realized I could be using an entire second set of sheets, having double the amount yeah. of sheets that we actually have, yeah. meaning I could do half as much laundry in twice as much time. Like, how stupid am I? I don't I know. know. Anyway, love you, Mom. Bye. But that is a tricky, that's hard because then you have to tuck the sheet under. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have no idea what she's talking about. She, I would have no <laughs> clue how to do that. <laughs> she's. I mean, look, it's a little more work, but... She's she's saying that she uses the top sheet as the fitted as the thing that usually has the thing around. That's fine. You can do it if you don't mind the time. I'd rather die than do that. Just because I don't want to waste time. I I hate it. I hate doing that. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Whatever tickles. This one's my favorite. Hey, mommy. I was listening. A while back when you mentioned, hey, I can have more than one charger in my house. Needless to say, that blew my mind. Anyways, I'm a dumb bitch. Uh, that I didn't realize, I'm such a dumb bitch, that I didn't realize that I could put a spare charger in my suitcase for when I travel. I travel a bit for my job and have forgotten to pack a charger like 80% of the time. I can just buy one and leave it there. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, Sam, exactly. I'm going to blow your mind even more, Sam. And this this little tip only took me uh, about 17 years as a professional traveler to figure out. Here's another tip. Keep, actually, I lied. I just just started to truly, truly dedicating myself to this idea. So I have, I only ca uh, pack a carry on bag. I never, ever, ever check in a bag with the airlines. Why? Because the airlines are retarded fuckwits that will, that will lose your bag at the drop of a hat. I have lost bags on direct flights. <laughs> like one time I flew from the East coast to the West coast. My bag never showed up two weeks later it showed up in Atlanta, like, and by some act of God, some nice person opened it up and saw my merchandise. I had a poster in there, looked me up and then emailed me like it wasn't even the airline that found it. So anyway, long story short, you got your carry on this thing you, you pack and you unpack, right? That's the only thing you pack and unpack. Then you have a, a second carry on your personal item, right? This to me is now like a small backpack. And in that is the, I pack my toiletries, charger, medicines, um, you know, notebook, whatever iPad you need. And that I never unpack. 
Do I just blow your mind? Listen, I'll have a whole second set of cosmetics, a second hairbrush, a second charger, a second fucking everything. So I don't even have to think about it. I refresh it, you know, like I put in, oh, I need a toothpaste or whatever. It just stays packed. I never unpack it. And that way, all I unpack and unpack are the clothes I'm going to wear. And always pack more underwear than you think you'll need. Pack like twice the amount of underwear. Inevitably, every week, I'm gone for like two or three days, every like twice a month. I always run out of underwear still. I, I, had, I pack like six or seven. It's so fucking annoying. There you go. Hot tip too. You don't have to pack pajamas. You can just sleep in your bathrobe. I do that a lot. Uh, but don't eat in your bed. I do that a lot too. And then you always end up dripping food on your pillow or on your bathrobe. And then you sleep in that for a few days. I've done that. I just did that. Not a good idea. Okay. Um, charger for travel. We did that one. That's why you need to get the room with two beds. I, you have your eating your bed. Eating and bed and your I used bed. to do that. I used to do that. Mm-hmm. When I stayed mm-hmm. at like the Marriott's and such. But you know, I don't know. I got, I got sick of it. I didn't want to make a, a move. Okay, one more voicemail on these because these are so much fun. I love hearing how stupid people are like me. Hi, Mommy. Um, I have a bit of a Pishitsky effect. So I've been a barista for a minute now, and I always work the, like, 12 to close shift. And I like to be up early in the mornings, but for some fucking reason, the, like, six hours I'm awake to when I'm going to work, I'm running late. I just realized Mm. that I can wake up early, get ready, and then just be ready. Oh, my God. The whole, like... I don't know, four, five hours until I go to work. I don't have to wait until the last fucking minute <laughs> and then be late to fucking work as if I just rolled out of bed. I don't know. Try it out, guys. Um, you just blew my mind because I never put that together. I've never known that. 46 years. I never knew that. That you can get ready and then like go about your life. I, I literally wait. I'll wake up. I'll do whatever. And then I'll wait until the last... 45 minutes and then get ready oh my gosh wow that changes everything did you know that i don't think so i didn't know that until right now yeah dude i'm an idiot crazy that's so rad though oh man okay well thank you for that one very nice moving along we were talking about vaginal dryers these are things that um men do that absolutely will dry your vag out. Now, there's a few for me that I can just name right off the bat. Um, Number one, first and always, are uh, Birkenstocks. Now, I've mentioned my loathing of Birkenstocks for many years. I hate them. I hate them on men especially. I find the the leather strap, to it just looks smelly. Uh, Birks always get that black... Uh, staining. Can you please Google dirty Birkenstocks? Because whenever I see a Birkenstock, all I think is how filthy and smelly uh, they are. What did, where did my other vag dryers go? I feel like I love... Yeah, look at the the funk inside of them. Yeah. That is fucking undeniable. Look at that. It's so disgusting. Oh, God. I'd rather die than wear these Birkenstocks. I honestly. gotta admit something, Christina. I just bought a pair. Ah! Ah! I'm going to throw you in the lake. I wanted to get a pair like years ago, and I've been putting it off because of you. Ah! And then finally I was like, Josh. You know, it's, it's hot here. Ah! I want to get some nice sandals. Ah! I'm doing it. It's going to get even hotter and sweatier and grosser in there. You know how bad your feet are going to smell? 
Eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, do you want women to touch your peener? They're not gonna <laughs> when they smell your feet. I don't know, dude. I think chicks like Birkenstocks. Oh. How many girls do you see wearing them around here? Oh, oh. They're so gross. Listen, any any shoe you wear without a sock is going to get smelly. And man, look, there's entire posts on how to clean Birkenstock footbeds because they get nasty. Oh, this is literally the shoe of unfuckable. I, I just find this to be so disgusting. Ugh. Oh, this is inexcusable. And some people say, oh, but there are the fashionable ones. No, no such fucking thing. They're disgusting and everybody should be executed. Oh, look at that disgusting one with flowers on it. You can't doll these up. Oh, I want to die. Look how dirty. Okay, I'm going to throw up. Next, let's go on. So here's some vag dryers. I asked you guys to submit what do you think are uh, vaginal dryness immediately. This is so great. Here's what you guys submitted for your vag dryers. Hi, Mommy. I was listening to episode 164, and man, am I crushed that Henry Cavill is a fucking nerd. So am I. For those of you who don't know who Henry Cavill is, if you haven't watched The Tudors, uh, he played Superman. The guy is just, like, perfection. He's so freaking hot. But apparently he's a big nerd. If you didn't catch that on the last couple of episodes, we've been obsessed with Henry Cavill. Okay, so there he is, but apparently Henry Cavill's a huge nerd, meaning, like, he's into, like... What is he into? Like, co- not cosplay, but like building. It was one of those games like Dungeons and Dragons oh. or something. He was like painting the figurines oh, and stuff. Oh, painting the figurines. Yeah. Painting the figurine. I mean, there's nothing unsexier than a grown-up man painting a figurine. Ugh. Okay, so she writes, Anyways, a, fu- a definite vag dryer and complete turnoff is a guy. This one's great. This is absolute truth. A guy obsessed with Disney. (laughs) I just can't. How am I supposed to expect this guy to screw my brains out when he's got a Mickey Mouse tattoo or walks around with Mickey ears on? Also, I'm happily married to a very masculine man for 10 years, so I'm glad as hell I don't have to deal with dating adult Disney fuckboys. Thanks, jeans. Is that a term, a Disney fuckboy? I don't think I've heard that. I, I hear Disney adult a lot. I di- let's That's Google fun. this. Let's talk about Disney adults for a minute here. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I agree. I think there is something profoundly disturbing about the Disney adults, uh, especially if you, if you do not have children and you're one of these people who I've known, I knew them back home in LA who are like every year we buy the season pass And then they tell you where you can go to buy the discounted season pass. And then they go like every weekend. It's their jam. They they have the, you know, secret admission to Club 33. Uh, They'll tell you all the stupid facts and details. It is so fucking weird. So so can you like let's see the definition. So these are adults. How do you qualify to become a Disney adult, Josh? Like, is it that you, you go every year? Is this a group of nerds? Okay. A term colloquially colloquially used to describe an adult who loves all things Disney and spends vast amounts of money and time on Disney-related products and, and experiences. And look at these two fucking nerds. These two asexual... Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. There's, and, and then, there, of course, there's an NPR article that's like, there's more to Disney adults than you think. 
No, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. I've, I've figured it out. I get it. I know what is there. They need therapy. They need help. They need to adultify themselves. They're stunted. Okay, let's see what it says. I'm dying to see NPR's hot take. They always find a way to politicize and, 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 you know, okay, let's see. For some adults who love Disney, it's like a religion. Yeah, no shit. Can you make it bigger? Because I got mom eyes. In Shanae Hill's house, there is an entire room dedicated to the Walt Disney Company. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of dollars worth of Disney merchandise. Okay, scroll down. She's, she's got all this stuff. She lives in the Bay Area, works as a whatever. It just makes you feel magical. You can just let yourself go, immerse yourself in the experience that Disney gives you, or children, or that Disney gives specifically children. <laughs> okay, so she basically, she likes to feel like a child. I get it. Okay, here we go. So these are the two dorks here with their Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Let's see what these two nerds are up to. James blah, 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 an attorney in Connecticut has heard all the criticisms of Disney adults. Demetriads, whatever, 28, has been to Disney World in Florida more than 30 times. In 2021, he took three tri trips to Disney World. Each trip, he estimates, costs about $2,000. Nowadays, he visits with family or his boyfriend, but he used to go alone in college or law school if he couldn't find a companion. As an adult, it's about having that escape and having those pieces of nostalgia that you can go back to. Okay, let's see. Connection to religion. How world religions intersect with Disney and how Disney itself functions as a religion. Yeah, I could see that. People see their trips to Disney in a very reverent light. Yeah, it's a pilgrimage. I can see that. And it's also nostalgia more so than anything. Your childhood memories are tied to Disney. Great. Um, that being said, I still think it's creepy as shit. Yeah. And a $2,000 Disney trip is wild for, like, a single adult man. And not only that, like, it's two, so he's dropping, like, 2000 each time. But then, like, I mean, does that include, like, getting to Orlando? It must. The that hotel. must be a flight and a hotel, and he's there for days, oh, and, and he's doing all the parks. And, do, and then the, the food, because that's not cheap. If you want a cheeseburger at Disney, that's $20. And then you got to get your stupid ears every, I'm sure he does to get it every time and he has to get the fucking date and the, his stupid name, you know, stitched on there like a, like a weirdo. Ay, yay, yay. I mean, ay, yay, yay. You know, it's so funny. The, the only thing worse than Disney adults would have to be Walt Disney himself because I, I've read about his obsession, Walt Disney's obsession with creating Disneyland and he was dedicated, it started with him wanting to build a roller coaster, I think, in his own backyard or train, a life-size train set in his own backyard. And his wife was like, well, that's what Walt does. He spends all his free time building trains. And then, and then Walt, well, Walt extended it to like, well, what if we built a magical land? And it just ate up his life. He went into, you know, debt, trying to fund Disneyland. It was a, it was a logistical nightmare. It, it's, it's really a triumph. What, what he created, but I always think of this Walt Disney's wife who had to sit there and, and act like this is totally normal that a grown adult man is building a, a fucking children's world. But apparently Walt had a pretty depressing childhood, so it, it makes perfect sense that he wanted to create something special for children. I get it. Hey, you're talking to someone that actively has a Halloween village right now in her house. And, you know, I love Disneyland too. As much as the next guy, but I don't know if I could spend all my income 
uh, riding rides and standing in line and this whole nonsense is uh, quite interesting. It's interesting when adults go the route, like the, uh, I believe it's the infantilism. They like to be children forever. I get it. Listen, I tell shit jokes for a living. I do my own version of this. But I think is it's like you're not creating anything. You're just you're just consuming. You're you're consuming Disney. I wonder how these nerds feel about like the new Disney cartoons, you know, or the new rides if they're like, I don't know if I agree with it. Toy Story 4 was not as good as Toy Story 1, the original story. <laughs> I'm sure these fucking dorks are all fired up when like they change something on a ride or heaven forbid. Anyway, what what the fuck? Life is full of of uh, of interesting things and people. Okay, so let's go back to vag dryers because I I think this is like, oh, I know a vag dryer. I've got one for you. Okay, so first of all, let me preface this by saying I love the South. I've recently just fallen madly in love with the South. I think my trip to Nashville just solidified like I love I love so many things about the Southern culture. I think they're just kind people. I love that it's rooted in religion for them, because I do think it brings out the best in people as well as the worst, yes, but for the most part, like, they're kind, I mean kind, not just polite or like whatever, like, Southerners are kind, their food is lovely and welcoming, the culture is lovely and welcoming, and like, couldn't be a better experience. Now, that being said, (laughs) there is an attire that men wear here in the South I don't know how to describe it. It's like their version of little Lord Fauntleroy. It's like this weird, it's like when grown men dress like little boys. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, it's this look, and I don't know what they call it, but it's the, it's like a baby blue polo shirt, khaki shorts, and then the brown belt, the shirt tucked into the shorts, and then topsiders with no socks. What is this? Do you know what? Is this like a Brooks Brothers? I don't know what this look is. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the stereotypical like rich kid kind of like frat boy look. It's a frat boy, but it's just a South, right? Like it's not. I don't um, I don't feel like I saw that on the, the, the West Coast. It, it's not really a West Coast thing. I don't know if it's specific to the South. It, it's like a rich guy thing. Yeah, Country maybe, club, golf courses, yeah. that kind of look. Yeah, it's so... um. But for me, it just, it reminds me like of my little boys, like how my little boys would dress for like prep school or something. It's very, but I think what really does it for me is the topsiders with no socks, much like the Birkenstock, because I know how smelly their feet are. Ugh, I just can't. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that's it. Frat boy. Yeah, 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 you're right. Frat boy. Oh, they dress like frat. That's it. That's it. That's a frat boy kind of look. Yeah. Well, how funny. It's so like, and I know it's crisp and clean looking, but it's just, yeah, douchebags <laughs> with the fucking suit and the, I just think tucking in a shirt and then the belt and then shorts is very peculiar. Like shorts are super lame to begin with. Like, I don't know, just wear pants, be dignified. Shorts is just so fucking, I don't know. I hate shorts personally. I don't fucking wear them. I think I look like a dildo in shorts. My fat fucking pasty chunk sausage legs hanging out of shorts. It looks terrible. You know, cover your legs for God's sakes. And Europeans think shorts are terrible too. I, I know. All right. Ugh. Do, do Mexican people gamble wear shorts as much as Americans do? I mean, they love them, but I, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I can't put those things on. Yeah, they look stupid, right? 
Yeah, no, like, I mean. So embarrassing. The thing with me is, like, I like looking fashionable. Me too. And I don't think that applies to shorts, like, at all. <laughs> Doesn't apply to shorts at all. No. You can't look cool in shorts. It's a very casual. A casual. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, does Mick Jagger wear shorts? I don't think so. Did Anthony Bourdain wear shorts? I don't think I ever saw him on fucking, you know, uh, no reservations and shorts. He would be like in the hottest Vietnamese summer and Anthony Bourdain would always be in like linen pants because it looked better. Yeah, look, rock stars in shorts. There's David Bowie. Oh, he's the only one. Those are like girl shorts. He's wearing the same shorts that his wife is wearing. Oh, there's Mick Jagger. But you see, he's, he's a little boy. He's got his little pail, his sand pail. Hilarious. Look at him. Look at his package. Look at Mick Jagger's package there. That's not real. Oh, he's so sweet. So cute. Okay, so let's go on to vag dryers. Here's my, uh, so now you know my, my southern, my frat, I guess I get, my vag dries when I see frat boys, I guess is my, my thing. My, it's not my aesthetic whatsoever. Okay, this I could not agree with. Three time caller. Hi, sweetie. How you doing? We're just talking about vag dryers. You want to join me for vag a second? Vag dryers? Like, what, what women think is so fucking gross, and it'll, it'll dry your pussy so fast. Okay, do you want to know, like, the best one? <laughs> oh, I know what Leanne loves when I pull out my flossers from the couch and refloss my teeth. <laughs> how are you doing? Good, how are you doing? You look, you look great. You look great. Thanks. I've been losing weight. I'm trying not to be such You're a fat fucking, fuck. Oh, our family's fat as fuck. All right, I'll leave. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, tell me a vag dryer. What what turns you off when you see a woman? What like fit like? Hey, for instance, Birkenstocks I think are disgusting. Okay, uh, I was just saying socks. Here. Women that wear uh, sneakers with a bathing suit. <laughs> it's the most disgusting thing in the fucking world. When you see a woman with sneakers, especially sneakers that have like a big lift on them and no socks, you're like, why the fuck is wrong with you? I'm fucking oh, except for. Except for Kate Hudson, she can do it. She can do whatever she wants. She's no hot. Shit, right? Yeah. Um, hey, do you want me to trick or treat with you and the boys? I'd love that. Because I'm here. You're going to be here for yeah, Hello Jeans? For but you have to wear a costume because I don't want people no stopping shit. you every five I'm seconds. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy gave away all his fat clothes to you, fat sticks. That's funny. So a bikini with fucking like hokas. By the way, I think hokas are a dick shrinker. And I have so many new hokas that my husband is mortified about right now. Yeah, they're not great. They're fucking... Go ahead and Google hoka. And I've been wearing them because I'm doing my, my walking every day. And my ankle, you know, I broke it a year and a half ago. Look how ugly these shoes are. You guys should crucify me for talking smack. Look how ugly. I have like all of these. I buy them all with a thick, chunky sole. Ugh, I have those. That's <laughs> so ugly. I got a pair of the ons. So Have you seen the on cloud or something? No. Just because I didn't want to get these. Okay, let me see on cloud. Is that even uglier? No, I think they're better looking. <laughs> they're like a big uh, competitor. To Hoka. These are just as ugly, yeah. Th that's better than the big, uh, chunky. The chunky heel. God, it's so embarrassing, but I feel like there's no attractive walking shoe. Like, how do you, I just feel like you don't look cool in walking shoes. There's no way to look cool, and I need the I need the support because of my ankle. <laughs> Fucking nerd, I'm such a dork. Okay, okay, okay. Here's the ultimate. Back to this vag dryer. This is so fucking true. Are you ready? 
I found out that my deal breaker is Legos, Legos. After watching a video about former UFC world champion Brandon Moreno, where he revealed his Lego collection. Tom, come here. What? Isn't it fun when just Bert ruins shit? He's ruined. I, I like seeing him. No, it sucks. No. Hi, everybody. This is my husband, Did Tom. To come him? say hi. Do you love my set? Sure, set looks great. Yeah. We're talking about um, vag dryers. Vag dryers? Like, what a man can do where you're just your pussy dries Ooh. and there's like adult disney people yeah adult disney goers legos a man who has like a lego collection mm-hmm. birkenstocks yeah i don't like burks okay but for you for a woman tell me what's the hi Nadav. what's the ultimate dick shrinker his bert told me it was when a woman wears bikini mm-hmm. and then like hokas like my ugly shoes oh, sneakers. sneakers yeah I, that, that that's fine here talking to my here what, what yeah, my you... dick will still get hard with that. Um, I guess it would be uh, what would make my dick shrink is like, oh, it's like, oh, can I tell you about my day? You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, v- visual, like a visually. habit. Like, it has to be like a habit. Like, we're talking about how Henry Cavill yeah. is so hot. Yeah. But then he's a fucking dork and it kills it. Oh, because he does like computer. He's like, I'm assembling a computer today. Yeah. And you're like, okay, my pussy's all dry now. Um, I got what you're saying. What well, would turn you off if I started doing it? Would it be my doll collection? Well, any type of like, really any collection. Anyone who has a collection, I think my dick would shrink. I'd just be like, just, you know, chill out a little bit on, on collecting things. That makes my dick soft. <laughs> If I was really at like fervently collecting, like these are my dolls. I have every issue of Barbie. Yeah. Sure. I would do it. You're very handsome. Oh, thank you. When are you going to come on my show again? I mean, I know you're busy. Um, I don't know. You have to talk to one of my uh, agents. Okay, fine. Tom Segura, everybody. Thanks for visiting. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have better dick tricks, though. That's okay. they're, They're filming two bears right next door. At Studio Jeans, we built, we're in this complex now where we can do multiple shows at once. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. When a woman, like, doesn't have nice nails, I think it's fucking gross. <laughs> when a woman doesn't have nice nails, I think it's fucking gross. He's such a frat boy. Jeez. Such a frat guy thing. He's wearing the exact uh, polo that he loves, that oh light blue polo. I know, but he has to tuck it in and wear a brown belt. And shorts. And the topsiders with no, mm-hmm. God, fucking nerd and shorts, yeah. Okay, so Legos, I love that it's a UFC world, look up this guy, UFC world champion, Brandon Moreno, Moreno, and he's got a Lego, a UFC fighter? Oh, God. Let's see him. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. It's so fucking queer, dude. It's so weird. Oh my god, no thanks. Okay, now I'm I'm like I'm so repulsed sexually. I can't. Yeah, he's so tough, and then he's like, I gotta put together my Lego. Uh, the, I gotta follow the directions. Oh my god, and he's like yoked and shit. Okay, here we go. Apropos your discussion about men's hobbies that would instantly drain my vagina. Number one, big trucks. Not guys who use them for work, obviously, but these guys who work in marketing, but for some reason drive huge pickup trucks as their everyday vehicles. There's just something about a guy in a comically large pickup truck that makes my entire reproductive system want to run for the hills. 
I shrivel up even worse if it's jacked up on monster truck wheels. If I need a vaulting pole to get into your vehicle, you are instantly unfuckable. Uh, grow up. Any guy at the gym who records himself working out and posts the video on social media, instant dry post, hard pass, no exception, urinate on me, assault me. Uh, Lindsay. Wow, okay. Well, the workout posts. Yeah, I, I, the workout post has always been a strange one for me. I, I don't really, oh gosh, I don't know how to put this, but no one gives a fuck if you've worked out today. Uh, and in fact, we hate you when you post your workout you know, selfie and you gloat about how fit you are. Nobody's rooting for you, really, in our hearts, if we're honest. And by by nobody, I mean me. I don't want to fucking see you work out. I don't care. Trucks, yeah, I get that. That can be kind of an asshole thing. Um, this one's pretty great. A guy didn't want me to go into his room, but finally took me there after a few dates. His house looked normal, so I thought he didn't want to fuck. But behind the door, he had a tropical stuffed animal collection and had designed his room around it. Oh my fucking God. Fake vines stapled to the walls and ceilings with stuffed monkeys and toucans intertwined. A long, lavish leopard print lounge chair. Ugh. His bed covers were animal print and vines came down from the ceiling as a princess canopy. This is wild. He had a fake tiger skin carpet as well. His stuffed animals were placed strategically around the room. I let out one lap, so he kicked me out. It was a total bad dryer, but I wish I could have given it a go now. I wonder what he would have been like after caring for those stuffed animals so lovingly. That's kind of a nice point, actually, that um, he had. Uh, he can care for those animals. Who the fuck knows? I mean, look, I've got a goth room in my house. I'm sure uh, if I were to, like meet somebody a, a new love interest now they'd be like oh you're you're severely mentally ill because i also i've been starting to look for um you know goth wall things like i bought some um some interesting little filigrees and some mirrors and now i'm looking for candelabras to put everywhere <laughs> like it's full tilt fucking insanity let's do some voicemails on the um on the vag dryers i, I could do this all day i love this stuff Hi, Mommy. Hi, I'm listening to episode 164, Diarrhea Date, yes. and listening to you talk about deal breakers. And I was just talking about this with my friends, and they absolutely roasted me for my <laughs> biggest deal breaker. Not just a deal breaker, but truly a nightmare. And that is dating someone that does a turkey trot on Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't understand why you would put yourself through that. Well, waking up early on a holiday run and wear those stupid fucking matching t-shirts i it sounds like a nightmare and i would much rather be inside and get it drinking a hot toddy and making pie but yeah that one's horrific and i could not date someone let alone a family that Ugh. does it together ah uh, absolute nightmare so thank you mommy that's my deal breaker and keep them high and tight i agree now just to clarify the stupid turkey trot is it like a it's like a marathon you do christmas day but you i mean uh, thanksgiving day and you dress like a stupid turkey or something no i don't think they dress like a turkey but it's just like i think it's usually like a 5k or something oh but you get up early and you go run and go google this i want to see these idiots Oh, I would rather die. I agree. I mean, you know, I think, oh, my God. Oh, no, some of these retards are dressed like uh, turkeys. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, you know, I think, man, here's why it's upsetting. I'll tell you why it's upsetting. 
It's like, can't, can't you just chill? Just, just chill. You know, you can do this horse shit every other day of the year. You can wake up and, and run your half marathon on a Tuesday, on, a, on Friday, any other day. But do you have to do it on the one day, the one day designated for you to sit around, eat pie, watch football, you know, chill out. It's for it's to just just chill the fuck out. I think it's always bothered me when people can't can't go with the flow. Like it's it's one of these asshole personalities. Like I can't, I just can't go with the flow. I got to do my own. I got to do the thing. It's like God, yeah, just chill. Uh, you, you just stay in the house. Let me tell you something. I have a rule. I keep the Sabbath. It's Shabbat for what you guys, Thank the you. Jews. It's it's so important to preserve for your family, especially mothers, if you're listening to this, that we, we keep we hold the space for the family to get together, to stay together on a Sunday. We have a rule. I don't do shit on the Lord's Day. I don't have appointments. I don't work. I don't do shows. I don't do it. You stay in your pajamas. We eat good treats. We watch whatever is on. And that's it. Same with Thanksgiving. Why are you ruining him with a fucking turkey trot? Ugh, I'd be so angry. Wouldn't that make you mad? That's a deal breaker. I have some family members that do it. What? Yeah. Are they lame? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of not fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody fun would do that shit in my family. All right, let's do some other follow-up voicemails. Let's see what the what the pulse of the community is. Hi, James. Hey, Mommy. I'm calling um, based on episode 164, and I'm listening to you guys talking about how men and women can up their number if they're sick, even if their face is unappealing yeah and i have a theory go ahead um one of the good boys said that it's easier for men than it is for women and i think he's right for this reason mm. men well i can see for myself men we look at them and we can disassociate or disconnect the face and the body like okay yeah he's cute mm. um even though he's not fit but you know whatever it passes or if it's or if, he, or if he's fit and he's not cute then we can just like attract our eyes to his body but for women it's like a one-piece it's like all in one. So if she's cute from the face but has a bad body, she has a bad body. That's all you can see. And <laughs> and it doesn't even matter what her face looks like. She will be unappealing in that sense. And if she has a really fit body but has an unappealing face, like you cannot say that that woman is hot because her face is unappealing. She might be okay, but she won't be hot. Anyways, love ya. Said I'm coming up in May. See, as silly as this woman's argument is, I think there's some merit to it. I think you're right. But why do I why do I uphold this double standard? Because God, she's right. I think she's his, right. I think historically we've allowed men to have crappy bodies but still be good in the face, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Perfect example. He's got the like a total dad bod. But he's still like the biggest working actor, whereas a female actress, no fucking way. She's got to be slamming the, from top to bottom. And I, I do think it's just because of the societal, you know, longstanding bias of the, the, uh, the whatever, the looks. I don't know. Chris Larson, am I right? Or where do you, what do you think? You're smart. Um, no, I, I would probably agree with you. Um, it's just that it's the, it's the goddamn patriarchy. It's, <laughs> it's the fucking patriarchy, man. Um, yeah, I just, I think, yeah, it's, it's a higher standard for women generally. Cause I mean, if, 
Yeah. The the face is nice looking, but the body is large or uh, just unappealing. It's you, it's not gonna work. It just yeah. You, you can't help. It's almost like you you get drawn to the negatives. Whereas I guess with guys, you can get drawn to the positives. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, I know why too. It 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 goes to this actually, and this is horribly unpopular and horribly true. So sorry. Um, a man's value in society is also not just the looks, but how much money he makes, maybe his uh, level of whatever power in the world and influence. A woman, unfortunately, look, I know things are changing slowly, 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 but, you know, for the longest time, get real. It's just your looks and your, you know, whatever, maybe your breeding if you're like <laughs> in the Victorian age. I don't know, but maybe because our, our looks were the stock and still are, let's be honest. Uh, unless you're a Victoria's Secret model or or a Sports Illustrated model, swimsuit edition. Those are, you know, hugely popular. I wonder. We'll see what happens with all that. When, when I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have seen society change so much. Like Gen Z, you guys are fucking, you're Gen Z, right? Yeah. You guys are great in that the boys are so used to seeing female comedians and you guys come out to show. It's like no big whoop. You guys are really open to women, which is mm -hmm. really cool. But uh, I don't know. We'll see if fat chicks get cool. I don't know. It's not going to happen. Okay, let's do another follow-up. Hey, Molly. Oh. My name is Lily. I'm from San Marcos. I'm a single San mom, Marcus. and the dating world is trash. I listened to the last episode, and oh. something that dry my badge out are uh, socks and sandals. I go to Texas State University, and the socks and sandals and the oh. Crocs make me so dry oh, and yeah. some internal and oh, I will yeah. not look at you. Thanks, mommy. Yeah. See you later. I mean, that goes without saying. I feel like socks and sandals on anybody is just, it's unforgivable. It's just, un you know, it's so interesting too, because Gamba, you're, 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 you're from a different country too. Are Mexican people as aesthetically concerned as Europeans are? Like, I feel like in Europe, you would, at least in Hungary, they would probably just shoot you in the town square if you wore socks and sandals in public. It's so vulgar. I think it depends on the other city you're in. Mexico City. Yeah, because like Mexico City, they do have fashion. Yeah. But like anywhere else, no. Anywhere <laughs> You'll else. You'll see yeah. those sandals and socks like oh. all out. Oh. And like I'm talking like the high socks too. Like oh. they make them really obvious. Oh my God, it's so gross. It's so unfathomable. Would you wear a gamba, socks and sandals? I mean, I like socks, but I don't like sandals, so... <laughs> no, I never put on sandals, so then, yeah, I wouldn't Ugh. do that. Well, no, I would. You're fashionable. Exactly. All right, let's do another follow-up. God damn. Hey, mommies. I was just listening to episode 164 about uh, deal-breakers, things yes. that are the ultimate badge dryer. And I would have to say anything related to Harry Potter, any type <laughs> of collection, like the wands. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a big no. I have a girlfriend... Who collects all of the Harry Potter wands? I, I don't know, but she's been single for a long time, and she wonders why. And I, uh, I think it's the wands. Anyway, love the show. Bye. Yeah, it's it's the childish it's the childishness of the wands. Definitely, definitely. I mean, look honestly. Okay, if I were single tomorrow, I would hide my goth room for a while. I feel like you can't come over just yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, you gotta hide that shit for a while. But wands, but oh, so childish. I think it's anything that dips into childhood stuff for too long is fucking so gross. Ugh. Okay, one more follow up. 
Hey, mommy. This is Isaac. I'm listening to your episode where we're talking about spoiler targets, and I had a great idea. What if we put RPC, like the state, like on one of these spoiler targets? You know, no. And then, like, use that as merch. Like, I, I totally buy, I <laughs> no. buy, like, five of those yeah. Piss on me, Try beat me. Out. Piss on me, beat me. Yeah. I like where he's going, but do I want my children looking at RPC? Hell to the no. All right, let's do, um, do we have any What Would Christina Pease do's voicemails? Or yeah, we, just, we do have one. Let's, let's hear it. I'm curious. I mean, not that I'm in any position to give people advice on their life, but why not? I'm a comedian. Hey, Mommy. Courtney in North Carolina here, and I have a What Would Christina P. do question. I'm getting laser hair removal in the bikini area, but there are like 20 fucking shape options. So I need advice from you and the booth boys because oh. it's a permanent decision. Should I get a full Brazilian, leave a stripe, small triangle, medium triangle? Gosh. Let me know. I mean, this is like the hardest decision a woman will ever make. And you're leaving it to us. I mean, okay. Well, Josh, you you see you see the youngest badges around. You tell me what's the current style. I mean, a lot of girls go for the Brazilian. I mean, I think when in doubt, just take it all off. All of it, bald. I mean, I could not care less what is there. It makes zero difference to me. But. Some guys are picky, and if you're concerned, I mean, I think that might be the safest bet. So you just have a totally bald, childlike vag. It's what the kids are doing nowadays. That is so, yeah, I tried it once, and I was like, this feels too childlike if I need some kind of something. Okay, so Gamba, you tell me, go ahead, what, what, what would... I mean, I agree with Zolo, but like, I could use the landing strip, you know? It kind of points out where to go. Right. Like it's like a traffic signal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Something like a little mustache down there. And Chris Larson? Again, yeah, like it really doesn't matter <laughs> for the guy. It doesn't. Um, it's personal preference. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I'll just landing strip just so she has a, a, t- a two to one vote here. Something, some pubic hair. I feel like the landing strip's out of style. Feels very like early 2000s. Wow, dude. But what if, know. okay, but here's the problem. She's going to laser it off. Like, what if the landing strip comes back into fashion and now she's stuck in 2022 of no mm, hair? Don't laser it. Wax it. No, no, she's saying she's getting it lasered. Well, don't. It's expensive. Shit. Oh, my God. Well, okay, how about this? She could laser the... Un- okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to laser the undercarriage, clean that up. You're going to laser your b-hole, right? Get, get everything in the undercarriage cleaned up. And then you're going to laser everything except for the strip. Hear me out. And that way, you can, you can shave up the strip or you can let it grow back, right? So you leave it. So that way, you're only shaving like a little strip, Sounds like a good compromise to me. And that way, if it comes back in fashion, you're, you're fine. Because once you laser it, that's gone. And you got a bald vag for the rest of your life. She might miss that hair. Okay, whatever, guys. That's a good strategy. Do guys shave their junk? Manscape. You just clean up your nuts and your taint or what? Do you, clean? you just clean you it? You got to clean it up. You don't, but guys don't have to shave their junk all the way? And personal preference. Jeez. That patriarchy, man. That's so fucked up. The chick has to do it. Do you think guys should do it? Would you prefer 
Well, the guy is completely bald down there. I mean, it stands to reason if I'm going to go bald, then you should go bald. But, I mean, I mean, couldn't you say that's like less masculine, more feminine? I mean, no, there's a, no. I want to see it. Yeah, go, go. Let's take it all down then. If you're going to go for it, go for it. Let's see your dick and balls, dude. There you go. Yeah, like porno. Don't porno guys kind of go full? I think there's a balance. In the porno there's, world. There's never a full bush nowadays. No. Oh. Yeah, who likes a full bush? No. I think it's so gross now. Can you believe our ancestors just lived with full bush? I know. Like the 70s, like the decade <laughs> I was born. My mom had a full bush. A full red bush. It was, she had like orange fire crotch. It was so horrible. And I, my mother would, oh, I just, oh, God, I'm having flashbacks just watching her fucking get ready naked. She'd always get ready in the nude. And she just blow dry. She blow dried her hair and did her makeup in the nude. And I was like, could you just put on a robe? Like something in the nude? I mean, and always with that bright orange fire crotch and I remember being so afraid of it as a little girl like am I gonna grow one of those gnarly big orange bushes and thank god no no I don't have an orange bush but oh it was so big too did your mom have a big full bush how on earth would I know that don't act like that. I've never don't pretend have any interest in finding him out. You've never seen your mom's bush. You never walked in on your mom getting dressed and seen her bush or getting out of the shower accidentally. No. Never in your whole life you walked in on your mom naked. I've walked in like if she's taking a shower, but it's a shower, so it's like steamy. You can't see anything, so you just like oh shit, and you leave. God, you're so repressed. You're so sexually repressed. I'm not about to go ask. Go, let's call your mom right now and let's ask her how big her bush is. Not a chance in hell. What do you, what do you think, knowing what you know about your mom? What I, do you predict? Would she clean it up a little bit? She's probably not fully bald. No I don't way. Even like thinking about that. Well, let's think about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Why? Because it's fun. Um, I bet I, she's a full bush. You guys are pretty conservative, it sounds like. I, I don't, I have no idea. Chris, I mean, just guess, full bush or, or landing strip. I, those are the only options? Yes. <laughs> well, what is she, she's not going to cut Maybe it. Maybe she lasers too. She, Do you think she lasers? There's she's probably hatched? some maintenance going on, if I had to guess, but yeah. I don't. Like she's I don't she's really a lady. Know. Gamba, your mom? Um, <laughs> no, she's good. She's clean. We keep it, we keep it tight. <laughs> Your mom's, so does she shave it up? Like, yeah, like she keeps herself. I mean, she doesn't notify me, but like, I can assume. You can assume. Yeah, it's yeah. just based on like the genes. Like, I'm a clean guy. She's clean. We're clean. Yeah. Is she very, um, vir like, virile? Like, does she still have, have relations and stuff, you think, your mom? Like, uh, with, is, she, is she with your dad? Oh, um, sure. But is she like, does she look nice? Does she wear perfume? Is she like a lady? Or does she kind of shut it down? Oh, no, yeah, 100%. Like, when my dad gets home from work, like, yeah. she fixes up. She takes, like, a whole hour to, like, look nice. Like, she really cares about that. Really? Yeah. That's so nice. I like that. Yeah, she's really sweet. Oh, Chris Larson, would your mom do that for your dad? Um, I don't think she does it for my dad. She just does it for herself. Like, she does maintain. Like, she, she's, um, you know, like, she cares about like, looking nice and going out and looking nice. Sure, and sure. Staying fashionable. Not, like, crazy, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I wonder why my mom never trimmed her bush. Like, she didn't even... God. 
Now looking back, I'm like, you could have just cleaned up the sides. They were just so feral. I mean, it was the 80s, for God's sakes. Ugh, well, there you go. Anyway, let me know what your mom's bush looks like. Where my mom's at, at gmail.com. 213-375-5184. Leave me a voicemail. What is your bad? No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to know what your pubic hair looks like. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. I'm glad we, we got to catch up. Today was kind of a nice catch-up episode um, around the community here. We had a couple of guests drop in, Bert and Tommy, filming their stuff next door, Two Bears. And uh, this was lovely. It was a nice little catch-up with you guys. Very mellow, kind of kind of nice Sunday afternoon. Breezy, easy, breezy, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, send me an email or, or a voicemail and subscribe to the show. Come see me do live stand-up. Buy my lipstick if you haven't already. It's just so fantastic. I'm so happy with it. I'm really obsessed with it right now. And I love you. I love you. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye, meow. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast. With Christina P.